Oh. I'm all man when it comes to the crust. Yeah. SpaghettiOs is a soup. Wow. I'm a man of many earth tones. Oh. Yeah, I think Cheerios are still Who hot. Cheerios? Cheerios are hot, babe. Ooh. It's like an avocado. It's raw. The deuce. Is this really happening? Yeah. Did you take notice of my um, name and have some fucking respect for who I am? This is either the second or third week that you have like a criminally insane, deranged star weekly reader declared yourself Brad Pitt's wife. Who? Somebody else said it? No, I'm saying that you, you've been Mrs. Pitt on your um, StreamYard moniker for some time now. This is at least week two. Oh, okay. Well, have you? do you have some fucking respect now? Finally? For, for you living in a fantasy world and <laughs> drinking drinking 20 out 20 ounces of pinot grigio out of a goblet on a monday morning how dare you how first of all thank you for thinking so highly of me that i would have pinot grigio in a goblet unfortunately it is mineral sparkling mineral water with a dash of fever tree ginger ale no sans liquor because i am on an edible you cracked yourself up huh drinking problem do you have a drinking problem Look who I have. Come here. Something going, something going the wrong hole? Story of your life? Uh, hello, memoir title. <laughs> Something's always in the wrong hole. A memoir what's your, of heartbreak. What's your hoodie? Oh, oh, look at that. You've got yeah, merch I, for I your other from my podcast. Other podcast. I, I only wore this because I thought you'd really enjoy me wearing merch from my other well, I'm 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 glad I'm glad that podcast is getting the degree of love that it deserves. <laughs> we need merch. We really do. We have to figure our to merch, merch out. Yeah, we have, we still have to figure a lot of things out. I feel like we we're do, still we're in the soft the, open. Merch we're is we're on in the, the horizon. Yeah, we're in the soft opening phase. I feel we are. We're still opening ourselves up to you guys. You know, we don't know if we want to like marry you or fuck you. We're really figuring it out. Right, because it is an either or proposition, isn't it? <laughs> It really is. Um, I know you have some news. I have news. Uh, you well, texted you, me you some do, shit that went down. Well, you texted me about my shit that went down. I did not. I did not go, hey, hey, hey. Somebody broke into my car. Okay. And, okay. And, and, yeah. And, I texted you as a friend. Yeah, you did. Hey, you did. I saw. I see. This is what. This is where you you have a problem. I showed <laughs> you love and yeah. you find something wrong with it. <laughs> You do you first, because I already know what happened to me. Okay, wait. Two things. One, um, I found out that Josh Adam Myers went with Big J Orgerson, and they saw Phil Collins sitting in a chair singing his... They went to the concert. <sighs> well, are either of them married with kids? I would guess not. I don't no. know, but I don't know. I don't know Josh very well, but Big J. No, I spent, no, and that was I, I, you know. I, I, I now I announced some boxing fights with uh, with Big J. Yeah, like, no, I think it's just. Ago. I, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the high road on this one and the positive road that you and I had the right idea. We just couldn't execute it. There were kids involved. You know, those two probably well, did and, and also it, and listened to in the air tonight and had a great time. Probably cried. They probably cried. 
Well, the tickets were available to the general public. Those were up for grabs. There were there were, there were fifteen thousand of them. There wasn't. This wasn't a mutually exclusive thing. We weren't playing musical chairs. We could have gone and they could have gone at the same time. It wasn't anybody's. You know, nobody gets to claim ownership of the idea to go see. No, uh, no, no, no. Phil I Collins just thought it was in a cute. It is cute, but I also feel like um, don't you guys have a lot of uh, frequent flyer miles, don't you? Oh yeah, I just went platinum, baby. Humble right. brag. Why does it so, look like you're gonna jump through? Are you trying to jump through the? Okay, the let's ex- let's talk about. Where are you? Are you in your kid's bedroom? I'm in my I'm in my nine year old son's bedroom. I am. I, I just move throughout the house. I'm like a. I'm like the. the I'm, I'm like the clue of podcasting. What room am I going <laughs> to be in now? What all the equipment? And what implement? What implements will I be like right now? My my laptop is so that I can try to obscure my triple chin is on top of a set of books about a five year, like a 10 year old kid that goes to space. It's like some teen, preteen. And then, uh, it, you have a double chin. There's a difference. Everything that I, this is the first place that I, that I gain weight is right in the, right in the old Bill O'Reilly. And who cares? You know, people yeah, right in the old, like right in the old founding fathers looked like they were right in the old Mitch O'Connell. Yeah. People aren't as um, lumpy as they used to be judging by the people on my money. Yeah. I mean, you look at the people on your money. That's what people looked like in the regular. They had like really crazy hair and everyone had jowls. Everyone was loose and, and flapping around. So like, give yourself some fucking credit. You're fine. You don't have triple chins. I, I, I like the lighting in your son's bedroom. I think it's look, fine. Look, it's not. It's not fine. It's And it's not okay. And it's not going to be like this for long. Things are going to get worse before they get better. They're in the, they're getting worse before they get better. And, um, and they will, they will be about to get better. I've got my microphone also on top of a vintage copy of Charlotte's web right now. Oh, that's a great book. That's a great book. It was one of my crossword puzzle clues. The did you do a crossword this this morning? I do crosswords every morning. Does that make me ninety? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It makes you interested, and I'm not surprised to learn that you were interested in pursuing ongoing mental calisthenics, mnemonic and mental, devices, and mental sharpness. Because we all know that to the extent that any of us can control, um, our, you can teach an old dog new tricks. Our mental health, you know, our and when I say mental health, I don't mean in terms of uh, you know suffering from depression but our mental sharpness we we play it we have a role to play in in um you know if you, if you are destined to get some sort of brain disease then you it's probably going to happen but yeah you're supposed to continue to challenge your brain in different ways on a daily basis you need to do crossfit for your brain and that's what you're doing with crossword puzzles i, I, get that. I do crossword puzzles i do i meditate crossword puzzles in italian every morning for the most part while sipping be- ginger ale from a goblet now I that's know- that's a 90-year-old Italian lady. And on an edible. So right, she's right back. She just that got right back. Is... I was born to be a 90-year-old Italian lady, by the way. I get that. I get that. I was born to be an old Irish guy. Side I'm going to... I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a Bill Cosby hat pulled down to my eyebrows, and my boy are my eyebrows gonna be big. They're already on the way. Too yeah. soon to mention him. It's way too soon. R.I.P. No, R.I.P. Bill Cosby. Yeah, for the loss on our on our childhood that we had to have because we had to say goodbye to him. Um, we'll always have the pudding pups. Oh God! Well, I don't know. Uh, wow! I think oh, yeah. he might have hid them inside of people and then ruined it for everybody. You think Bill played hide the pudding pop? I think I we know he did. Do you think he made the pudding pop face when he was hiding the pudding pop? Do you think his O face was also his pudding pop face? <laughs> I fear it might have been. This is, this, you've never made me speechless. <laughs> 
he only really had the one face when it came down to it. And I fear that oh, God. I fear that the guest bedroom at the Playboy Mansion saw oh. the pudding pop face <laughs> on the regular. The grotto. <laughs> oh my you ever been in the grotto? No, 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 no I thank have. you. I have. Of course you have. Yeah, I got him while the getting was still gettable. Not the getting was no longer good. But I was in there. You got in when all the cum was just floating at the top. The uh the Playboy Mansion had entered a period of benevolent decline. This was still Hef's last heyday. He had that last little burst of flame by pretending that three younger women whose ages put together did not add it up to his would be the reality show gave it a resurgence. That was like yeah, exactly. When he pretended th- that those people would be emotionally or mentally or sexually interested in him. I got what was to the show play- called house bunny. No, that was the movie. No. What was, was his like- show called with all the girls, the playmates Have- next door or something like that. Oh no, I, I don't have my fucking phone. What the you fuck don't? was it called? I'll Google it. Okay, yeah, Google it. You Google it and you continue to chat. I'll Google it, you continue to chat. Boom. So I, the Playboy Mansion was rented out for nightly events very, very frequently. I think that was where a lot of the money was coming from. I don't even think Playboy was still in print at this point. If it was, it wasn't, you know, making Were they anybody, renting it out any to money. outside parties? Yeah. So he Girls would do a couple. Door. There you go. He would do uh, his own big events, and for and I never went to one of those, and I'm sure those were way nicer. But like I went to it was the Gumball Rally. A bunch of very very rich, like Euro dudes with nothing better to do with their time or inherited money but to race around the world in like supercars, and then they would oh, put Jesus. the cars on something and move it somewhere else, and then they'd race another leg, and celebrities would get paid to go along with them. The finish line of the gumball rally when you're racing by people who are literally have their hands out just for bread people are just homeless and want just want bread and these guys literally are spending all their bread on a fucking gangbang world tour in a car well i didn't see a lot of women interested in them if it makes you feel any better on on that part i don't i don't remember seeing a a, a lot of ladies lined up for these guys which is weird it didn't occur to me at the time because the it was easy to sniff the money on this scene obviously but the finish line was like on rodeo drive in beverly hills and then they had the after party for the three-week gumball global rally at the playboy mansion and i just um, rolled my eyes as deep as i possibly could the finish line was at rodeo drive yeah it was like that it was all like that it was exactly what you think it was why isn't it rodeo? You know we have one of those, or we did until very, very recently. Los Why Angeles isn't it rodeo. Is I it always loved rich people need to say words differently, uh, or because is that the Spanish pronunciation? Since we took this entire city from the Mexicans. Oh, good point. Right. So we had a we until very, very recently had a rodeo and a rodeo, and I always thought it was kind of funny that I moved all the way from New Jersey to the big smoke to Los Angeles only so I could live just off rodeo drive. But now it's, now it's just Obama. They flipped it to Obama, which makes more sense. Cause it was, they confusing. did. They changed it from rodeo to Obama. Yeah. Rodeo remains rodeo. Rodeo is now Obama. Are we going to get to the part where you jizzed in the grotto? I didn't jizz in the grotto. We, <laughs> they went, they, they had the after party and it was just this dumb catered thing. And uh, I even like a friend of a friend was one of like the bunnies who wasn't a real bunny who was going around in a short skirt, but she still had like a hoodie on giving people was she, an hors d'oeuvres. She, she was uh, That's another crossword word. You're welcome. Isn't that a bug? Yeah. It's something that gets on your plants. 
Like oh shit, like, we had those. We had those. Yeah, they got you got to wash them off. Nasty fuckers. So yeah, it's, a, it's a long I stretch, went, but everything's in the garden. Aphids are in the garden. So are bunnies. I went into the grotto. I didn't go in the water or anything, just because when in Rome, you got to go in the grotto, and when it in just Rome, was like get syphilis. Yeah, when in Rome, do as the Romans do, which is pretty much exactly what was going on at the Playboy Mansion in the heyday. But when I was there, there was no one in the water. I don't think we were allowed to go in the water, but no one was actually stopping us. And it was like if you went to – did you ever go to like one of these like family – really cheap family resorts in the Northeast? You might go in like the Poconos or something like that. Like Like it's a a Catskill situation? Like a vacation where for families who can't afford to fly? Yeah, we did that, but our version of it was just going to Ponderosa Steakhouse. That was it. If Ponderosa Steakhouse had a pool, it would yeah. have been humid and it made you feel like there was probably something alive in there. That's what the actual grotto was like. And I don't think Sounds it had like gotten Christmas. I don't think it had gotten worse since the 1960s, but I think what was considered classy in the 1960s, the bar was quite a bit lower. Like heated water in a pool inside a fake cave. Who cares if it's made out of paper mache? Half is a fucking Roman emperor. And then that was connected to the outdoor, like the bathrooms that you use that weren't, we didn't go in the mansion at all. So the bathrooms that you use that were for the outdoor parties were attached to the grotto. I just remember going into a bathroom mm. and just on an open and, um, there was a closet without a door. So it's just a bunch of, uh, shelves. There was just a box of tampons. Ew. People yeah. just, I mean, I get them being accessible and kudos to, him having them accessible which he should have them because he's surrounded by 12 year olds well not 12 year olds but practically it's an Um, ovulation station yeah it's totally an ovulation station and i i don't like the fact that they were so close to the grotto and i was gonna say should we maybe give a little background on what the grotto is for people who are listening who may far off chance not know what the fuck the grotto is and the grotto like we know it was an indoor um an indoor pool hot tub Inside of like a fake cave, and made and it famous was a white, because yeah. of these elaborate, star-studded parties that the Playboy Mansion would put on when it was in its heyday from the fifties through, I would say, eighties. It kind of yeah. maintained its status, probably maybe even into got- the nineties because the nineties had such a huge <clears throat> uh, evolution of hair bands into like rock and roll status that it sort of surged itself into a different era. Don't you think? I think so. I think the heyday of a lot of things really ended with with uh, AIDS. Wow, fucking Debbie Downer. Yeah, no, you this can is hear a- if you're rich, you don't have AIDS. But th- but that wasn't the case if for people in 1981. Like I, what I find really interesting, <coughs> I've taken a bit of an interest in this recently. There was from this, the grotto to AIDS. I mean, there was we this, made quite the leap. There was, hear me out. There was this gay bathhouse <laughs> in New York. There were a bunch of gay bathhouses in New York, but there was one that was really, really successful. And it was like a hangout and there was a performance space. And that's where Bette Midler got famous. Bette Midler used to perform in this gay bathhouse. In New York Barry, City? Barry Manilow was her piano player on many nights performing in only a talent. Now, bear in mind, Barry Manilow. Barry Manilow was in the closet until about five years ago. And yet he was yeah. the pianist in a towel at a gay bathhouse in the 70s. That I mean, place, that can't be more out of the closet if you ask right, me. You would guess. What's gayer than Barry Manilow in a towel performing in a gay bathhouse while Bette Midler sings? Well, and on a piano in a, in a bathhouse. Nonetheless, yeah. this, this image is I'm envious that I wasn't there. I know, and I saw that there was a documentary about it, and I looked into it, but there really isn't much footage of the place of the performance because that's what I was looking for. Just not be a that bunch I want dicks and keys, piano keys and balls. 
I wanted to at least see her perform. I did find some um, some black and white footage, which led me to believe that I oh. hope Bette Midler used to do a lot Gosh, of coke. That would be awesome to see. Somebody needs to make that into a fucking movie. Just, right, the, right, right. just that scene alone is so interesting. Absolutely, right. So, But then here's the next thing, the exact same place. That became almost a victim of its own success because a bunch of straight people wanted to go and tourists right. wanted to go and it ruined, ruined the scene. It. So the place, the place goes away. And also the police were constantly busting it up because it was a gay bathhouse. It became a swingers retreat. So swinger couples went there. That's a lateral move. It was called Plato's retreat. But then (laughs) does that ring a bell at all? Have you ever heard of that? There was a massive kind of ring a bell because there was a massive fire there. A bunch of people died inside Plato's retreat in like 79 or 80 what did Christian set it on fire? You're 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 living under the devil's you're living under the devil's umbrella. You are spreading the word of Satan through your extramarital curricular activities. And listening to disco to boot. Do you think do you think like religious extremists set it on fire because they were mad that they couldn't live that freely? No, I think it was probably somebody was someone's cigarette pouring um Candle wax in somebody's anus. But I like your theory, well, too. Well, I mean, how is how are those two things different? God <laughs> works in mysterious ways. Clip it. So, stop. Stop. <laughs> so, I believe that, <laughs> like, um, casual how, sex... How, yeah, tell me... Ca- yeah, casual casual me sex took, took a real break when... It wasn't just gay people. It was straight people who were really open to not everybody. Of course, most people were still at home and leading Midwestern lives, being very conservative as they still are to this day. But it was becoming way more widespread and way more acceptable for people to be way more promiscuous. And that was a, a you know, to a large extent, an outgrowth of um, uh, birth control pills, which had you know come out thirty years earlier. But then AIDS scared everybody back into their hole That's for a right. while. AIDS did really scare everybody back. And I think that the AIDS the, changed a lot. The Playboy Mansion. If you're talking about the '90s, because the '90s, what, what was the face of '96? To me, that was porn stars becoming mainstream yep. celebrities, mainstream, the Jenna sure. Jamesons and for stuff. Sure. You know, and even definitely celebrity celebrities sort of entering that realm. Like I, I think in '90s, I think of Pam Anderson. Yeah, for sure. She ruled for sure. the scene. <clears throat> Right. She was blurring. She was absolutely blurring the line between an adult performer and a mainstream performer. And it's funny because mm-hmm. I thought that it was only a matter of time until like a Lindsay Lohan was full on making Hollywood movies that had graphic sex scenes in them. But we've actually pulled back from where we were in the 90s. I would say we they've did. become two, two different. They've gone back to uh, we've separated church and state again, so to speak. T- t- I'm just saying I think I think once people started saying, do you have a condom at the Playboy Mansion? The golden era is over. <laughs> That's my theory. Once people were like actually protecting their holes, we knew the yeah. fun was over. <laughs> yeah, because the fantasy, because because that punctures the fantasy. Oh God, humans are we're just so fuck. There's no fucking hope. There's no hope. I'm rereading, and it's funny for the, the ladies. There, and I'm like, Ooh. that's pa- 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 Pablo Cablo, uh, Pablo Coelho, <laughs> <laughs> Pablo Rodeo, <laughs> Frida Coelho. <laughs> Papa <Quill. laughs> Clip it. <gasps> I'm gonna clip you. You almost see I'm I'm diving into the camera and you're in danger of going heels overhead backward. Drywall. Yeah. That's so funny. We knew the fun was over when people started needing to protect themselves from the fun. I think you're right. 
But it's think, funny uh, if I can if I can finish that point. It, it, oh it, yeah, go ahead. When I say people started protecting themselves, I mean men started protecting themselves because women had always had to worry about the threat of pregnancy, right. and so they were taking precautions the whole time. It was when men became aware of precautions. Plus, plus condoms suck. You know? I don't know let's what be, women what women's be been lying to you, but you know, women protecting themselves all the time is a stretch. It's a real I feel stretch. Very, I feel we're, very. We're just at the mercy of uh, also our own indulgences and wanting to just, just fuck. Yeah. I can toss it in, toss it in. I know. You know I know. I, mean, I know. I know. I feel... It would be nice to think that women are all, Oh God, protect my vagina. And women who say that's like, all right, sis, really every single time you're never caught up in the moment yourself. Yeah. How many times have you left your house and forgotten something, you know, same thing with your vagina. You get you caught up your in keys. The moment. You can yeah, forget your, your vagina. Keys. You forget that you could get STDs. Yeah. You know, as as I, I know, I don't want to get into the whole Roe v. Wade thing, and I'm not even following it all that closely. Let me know if it gets overturned until then. You know, it's just I know it's a thing that's out there that's that's being talked about. I just it, it made me once again reassess. It hits me deeper and deeper every time I consider it. How fortunate I am. Who among us didn't have who among us didn't have scares? And the fact yeah. that I've that I've ended up with the person I was supposed to have kids with, having the kids I was supposed to have. Yeah, you're so fucking lucky. With all due respect to the unborn children that I may or may not have helped conceive when I was 17 fucking years old. Can you imagine? Thank God. Thank I know. God. And I, I never, I don't, okay, there's a couple people I took home from bars that it would have been a real, 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 real bad idea. I'm 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 a I'm a decent nice person in the scheme of things. I hooked up with nice girls as well. There was no monsters out there. I don't want to demonize the people that I could have. Okay. It just I'm wasn't. Do people. a little Facebook digging after they were done recording. I'm gonna find Trish from your high school. High school. That's odd. You know that's my mom's name, right? <laughs> <laughs> your mom's name is Trish. My mom's a Trish. Yeah. Every Such you- a mom name. Do you realize in my, like my my grandfather was Patrick. I have an uncle Pat. I have a cousin PJ. I have a cousin Patsy. I my mom is Patricia. Jesus, somebody half needs the, to get in there. You guys need a Bob Ross to repaint that scene. That's a dull canvas. Half the people in my family are are because we're Irish. It's St. Patrick. Yeah, you're Irish. That guy runs that. Jesus. That guy runs that town. I was. You, I don't you know changed I, the game. I don't know how you can accuse my parents of laziness when they named me Michael. Yeah. At least your, your parents thought outside the box. No, our, our during our years that we were born, Jessica and Emily were the most popular names at the time. Hmm. It's basically, you know, the Michael of female names, Jessica and Emily. Very, very basic. Don't you know an Emily or Jessica? Yeah, I know. But you're Jesse May. Thank you very much for having respect. Actually, I'm Jesse May Pitt. Please back up and have some fucking respect. Thank you very much. Um, uh, before we got into all, we assign a lot of value to Streamyard avatars. <laughs> so we're already twenty three minutes in by yeah, my count. And I so tell me, you tell me your thing. Okay, I'll tell you my thing before okay, so, we get so, into so the else, I was a concerned friend. Yeah, somebody else went to go see Genesis, and good for them. They're both they're both really sincere music people. I fucking love them both. They both love music, and it makes so much sense. Um, I my my annoying thing was my pit bull one morning my pit bull pit boxer Mrs. Carlin who's next Mrs. to me. Mrs. Pitbull. Yes, thank you. Mrs. Pitbull. <laughs> well, what? I um, Brad Pitbull. 
<laughs> that would be a great mashup. Someone needs to make that. Somebody needs to make a design of Brad Pitbull. And it can either be the dog or the singer. And then you just have to hashtag Deuce Day and Deuce Pod for us, please. Thank you. Please. Um, we'll pick our favorite. It'll probably be one person that does it. So that'll be our favorite. Thank you. Borderline insane person. <laughs> Carlin, one morning I woke up and... He is a garbage disposal. Carlin eats everything. This dog has eaten loaves of bread, bags of uncooked rice, um, he's avocados, anything that's out he'll eat. Full birthday cakes. Um, and he always, he's just a garbage disposal. Nothing happens He's hungry. To him. He's hungry and he can do, he, he literally has like iron guts. So last week I woke up and he was all lethargic. He had locked jaw and he was drooling and like, couldn't walk he was like fucked up and i've the only time i've ever seen him closely as fucked up was when he got into my edibles he ate my edibles once and he went on a fucking journey for about 24 hours that was the only other time so i brought him into the vet and it turns out he ate deer poop and deer poop is what fucked him up and it cost me 700 dollars to realize that so anybody out there who has dogs this holiday seasons where the deer are coming in and out of your yard because they're feeling yeah. kind of emboldened because <coughs> the coldness keeps people inside more. So the deer, sometimes you see them more often, at least in to, say nothing of, to say nothing of the reindeer. To say nothing of the reindeer. You're absolutely right. The reindeer as well. This holiday be, season. Please beware and know that sometimes deer poop can make your dogs have like an anaphylactic reaction. So that was my terror for the last week. Yeah. Who knows how many of us are allergic to, to deer poop? Most well, of us I know will just I'm never not. find out. Yeah, I'm not. Why? Because you kiss your dog after it eats deer shit? I don't need to tell you what goes on in my personal life. <laughs> Why don't you back up? Why don't you tell me about how you created an insurance scam to say that your car was broken into so you could buy your kids ha- Christmas presents? My, I, I wish I could say that. And I wish I could lie and say that my car had been broken into. But you can only say it's been broken into if somebody had to fiddle with the lock or uh don't or, you have it was this your tesla yeah okay uh, let, me, might be the end let of, me just it might be the end of the road for me and me and elon musk actually i think it should be because the the amount of technology that goes into creating a car like that that can do what it can do yeah you'd think that it would lock itself you would you would you would look i'll never know and i'm not going to um there's two there's three possibilities in descending order of likelihood one is that the car is set to remain unlocked no no i'm gonna throw this one out i was gonna say it's unlocked if it's in my garage which is where it usually is but doing over the basement the reason why i'm in the kids room is because it's finally really happening the painting happened the carpet's going in in two days fuck ton of very expensive equipment has been ordered tables chairs it's fucking it's going down but for now i just gotta you know pod where i can pod and there's a lot of stuff in the garage because the basement's emptied out for the carpet to go in <clears throat> so i'm parking out on the street which i don't normally do as i say my car is always unlocked when it's in the garage i don't think that would extend out to the street now that i'm saying it it doesn't it doesn't that's not that's not it one of two things yes when you walk away from the car and it's almost a bad thing that when you walk away from the from the car, you just assume that it's locked. Because in the old days, when you turned a key or you pressed a fob, you you kind of confirmed it. It was this tactile thing. Now you just assume. And by the way, it's almost gotten me into some issues other places because you get. I, I'm. I feel like I'm more. Um, 
uh, like seduced by muscle memory than other people are. I just go around. I think I'm just like lost in my thoughts. So I'm on autopilot with a lot oh, of my you emotions. You're sure just floating. You're a floater for sure. When I drive cars that still that you can't just walk away from, I walk away and the car's just fucking running. And I go, oh shit, right. I got to go back and turn that thing <laughs> off. It, that happens so quickly. I've done that before too. That happens so well, quickly. Technology, there's so much more quiet now. Exactly. That, that is that is a part of it. Yeah, I wouldn't do that walking away from a monster truck, I don't think. Yeah. But so why my door was unlocked and somebody let themselves in and rifled through our stuff and then and then some. I'll get into that in oh, a no. second. They One of two seat. either no, thank goodness. No. But I <clears throat> it's possible I just didn't close the car door all the way. That's a real possibility, in which case it wouldn't automatically lock. And I was on the phone when I walked away, so I wouldn't have noticed that. Also, some people have said online that they've had experiences where if they're on the phone and the phone is on the Bluetooth, when they walk away, the car doesn't auto lock because the Bluetooth phone thing kind of overrides it. So it's one of those two things. One is 100% my fault. One is 100% Tesla's fault. I will Mm -hmm. never know. And I can't really blame the person who's walking around at night just seeing if doors are open. It's not the first time. The person who's seeking the opportunity. And uh, yeah, they didn't. I mean, of course, they committed a crime, but they didn't. They didn't have to commit a violent act to be able to commit the crime. And <clears throat> this is a thing that's happening. I, I mentioned this to somebody who lives in Calabasas, which is you know Kardashian Bieber country, and they said it's happening in Calabasas. I mentioned to my parents they live in suburban New Jersey. They say it's happening in suburban New Jersey, but I'm in a place that's definitely more of a high crime area than suburban New Jersey or Calabasas. This is the fucking price of living in a city, but. Wake up in the morning, get a text from a neighbor. Hey, do you drive a Tesla with a Disney annual pass thing on the back of it? Which is never a good thing. And I was actually at that point fearing something worse. I was fearing I got told, you know, some sideswiped or whatever. You know what that means. And I went outside and um, I kept, kept cash for the first time. I never kept cash in the oh, car, but no. I started. Because a couple of times I went to the to the gym and then my wife would ask me to pick something up on the way back. Or I'd remember I needed something. I wouldn't have my wallet because the gym's so close. I just go there with with my phone i actually had a hundred dollars in the in the car which is crazy in retrospect no it's not it's not and then i had I, I had an ipod completely loaded up with genesis and phil collins songs among other you of the greats not. from the 80s you and 90s did, I did. did you load it up for our for our potential concert no are you no i've been terrified you just to coincidentally put... have a fucking phil collins stocked ipod in your Tesla? i had a phil time collins I had a Phil Collins stacked iPod way before I met you. Don't Since brag. The technology whoa, 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 has whoa. existed. Sit down, bro. To stack iPods, mine this has is not been an attractive side of you. Filled to the brim <laughs> with. <laughs> this is really, sir. Please talk to my Tony Robbins vampire foot and sit down. <laughs> are you planning on that healing, or are you just a full-time stigmatist <laughs> from here on out? fucking <laughs> holy shit Kate, have you looked into is there a support group for tony robbins survivors do they all <laughs> we all l- meet, look like they were we crucified for the rest of their lives oh fuck you just went backwards again can you <laughs> please stop showing me your anus <laughs> further than, further than clip it <laughs> i think you may have actually needed to see the taint for this to really pop oh god so oh, anyway, so anyway, I mentioned to um so you know you go in there and it's gross that your stuff's been rifled through and I actually had like a ton of goodwill stuff in the trunk so the person who stole it like I was planning on giving somebody the they take I, I, that? 
Yeah, it was, was was a bunch of underwear and socks that I was probably I was going to stop on the street and give to somebody. Anyway, I have like a fair amount of stuff in my car that's just to give to homeless people anyway. So most of the stuff that got stolen was not supposed to go to somebody who was stealing it from me, but was intended for street people. So that's right. that's that's all good. The best part of it is that the backseat of the car looked completely undisturbed, which is insane to me that you would get in and go through the glove compartment and all the storage things and the trunk. They also, oh, they didn't know about the frunk because they didn't think about that until like a week later. There's a frunk? There's a frunk on a Tesla. And that's where I keep- So I keep changes of clothes for everybody. And I had a bunch of tennis rackets up there. The family will go and play tennis from time to time. And I was, I I just didn't think, I was so oblivious- that we went to go play tennis five days later. And I was like, oh shit, right. We're going to get there and there's not going to be anything in the front. Of course he went through the front. Maybe he took a shit in the front. This person but he didn't. went through your trunk? Trunk, but not front. I think it's strange they even went through your trunk. Well, actually, Except I, that I don't clearly, think it's weird they didn't go through your back seat. I think going through the front seat, most of the valuables you keep within reach for the most part. Yeah. And then to go to the trunk is a real commitment. They must have... Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm getting, I'm getting to the commitment part of it. And I'm thankful for that because the kids just, they just track garbage with them. They're just constantly carrying and then shedding shit back there. And (laughs) my daughter, my three-year-old sits back there. My nine-year-old sits back there. It would have really disturbed me to see like the little stuffed animal that she'd brought to the car three days earlier that was still sitting there rifled with, particularly because there were some dirty finger smudge marks in the car, which is really, really still bothering me. But wait, so here's the thing. So that night, so I'm still out on the street because my garage is still full of, still full of shit. So I go out that night to lock it like four different times to make sure, <laughs> sure, sure, sure it's really locked because I have this weird OCD thing. I'm the kind of guy I drive away from my house. I, I go around the block and come back to make sure the garage is closed. Like I'm crazy like that. When I go on vacation, it's serious. I take pictures of my doorknob before I go to be like, look, bro, it's locked. You can check it when you're on vacation. I'm crazy like that. And now I finally got a reason. So I go out at like nine o'clock at night and I run into one of my neighbors and I say, Hey, make sure you lock your car door. This is what happened to me. And she goes, Oh yeah. Last night must've been crazy. She said, a friend of mine said she was parked up the street and somebody, she came out at five o'clock in the morning and somebody was asleep in her car. <gasps> oh man. That makes me sad for the person. Am I going to, am I a hippie? Of course. <laughs> I think it's I think it's okay to feel Is that bad okay for the to feel fucking bad, but also I think get it's, the fuck out of my car. That's the there you go. That's that's my girl. That's the appropriate <laughs> response. That's exactly it's it's okay to feel bad for the people who are victimized and also for the people who were driven to perpetrate these things, be it by desperation, mental illness. Yeah. You know, gr- drug addiction or some combination of all of the above. But here's the thing. I didn't actually drive my car for a day or two. When I got in, the seat was as far back as it could possibly go. I think somebody took a nap in my car, too. Or- and they were just gone by the time somebody came out and saw it. How do you know they didn't, you know, pleasure themselves to the to the manual? It's a pretty spicy manual. Somebody could be interested in the Tesla technology. They, maybe they maybe they, they turned turn on, the, on the the te- the Tesla karaoke hits and yeah, I bet you the ho- there's a couple sapiosexual homeless people. Is that the ones who fuck cars? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So and then there's also there's like a signature homeless guy to our area. There's there's a homeless population not far from here, but there's one guy who's particularly. Uh, particularly nightmarish. Um, I, I don't need to get into the details of him, but he's like, yes, he, you do. I need he, to know what he looks like. Okay. He tends to walk around shirtless. He's covered in really bad tattoos on his upper body um, and his face. He used like, to have, he's single. he used to have a, um, 
a van and he would be out there like banging stuff and yelling and he doesn't really like say words. He's very, he's way off the deep he end. Perfect. He's definitely available. I can tell you that. And he doesn't, he seems to have a lot of time on his hands. Well, he sounds perfect. Tattoos. But he's, he's got a car. No, he's they got passionate. That, I heard the, passionate. The, the car, got, the car got impounded. The car's gone. Somebody's going to well, need to sign to get the car I'm gonna, back. I'm about to get impounded by this man as well. In the back Thank of the you. van. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much high for this Christmas gift. Yes. High school 2.0. Here we go. So anyway. That's really creepy though. Like so as anyway. a dad having someone like that just roll around your hood. Yeah. Oh, no, no wonder you're like captain security. By the way, my dad was the same way. So much so that when my sister and I sometimes say, put your seat, like one of us will catch the other one being like, put your seatbelt on, make sure the door is locked. We say, okay, Mr. Security, because that's what we used to call my dad. Mr. Security, what would be another? I mean, because telling you to put your seatbelt on isn't very extreme. Well, he would say it. It was extreme the way he did it because he would be like, put your seatbelt on. You put it on. He'd be like, do you have your seatbelt on? He'd be like, all right, the door's locked. Make sure the door's locked. He was obsessive about it. Obsessive yeah. about things being locked and secure. I think it might be a man thing. I think it, definitely consciously, you guys know that you're traditionally the ones that are protectors. So it's a it's a burden. Like it or not. To bear. Like it or not, I am the last line of defense. Yeah, Ray Romano used to have a Ray Romano-ish bit about where he uh, he did it on Dr. Katz. I forget exactly about where um, the, 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 the male and female roles in their household were like he always needed to sleep in the side of the bed that was nearer to the door. So in case of a home invader, he was the person who had to try to physically handle that. But his wife needed to go downstairs if there was like a noise that might be a ghost. Like... <laughs> That sounds about right. Yeah, I forget. That sounds the way, about right. Women the, love ghosts and shit. The way he said it was way better, but I, can you I imagine definitely... Ray Romano being your only defense. Between can you imagine you me and being your fucking... only? I think I'd choose you over Ray Romano. I think his there's his stature and his voice it just sounds insecure. But you you actually you kind of have a Ray Romano vibe about you. I. I used to do a, a stand up thing about it. Like I don't. After all, I I, I simultaneously kind of obsess over what I would do if stuff went, if I really needed to handle shit in my house, okay. but also don't have anything remotely approaching a concrete plan. Cause I do the, the thing, the, the, the man thing, the dad thing, the whatever thing, it, it does kick in in a major way. I go down every single night way before this shit happened. Oh, 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 oh I forgot to mention, forgot to what? mention like 36 hours later. Cause I just, I, I should have fucking run the get crucial Time to be an adult mental checklist. Check the frunk. What's going on here? Right. Thing. When you were checking the car. Yeah. I went, I was driving around for at least a day. And then I went to, um, cause I'm still out on the street. Hadn't gone in and out of the garage. Went to go open the garage. The garage door opener is gone. Which is what? to say that for a full day after this shit happened, whoever robbed my car could have let themselves into my house. Where now did they you find your garage door opener? No, we just reprogrammed them. So do you think this person took the, I bet you they took, did you have it yes. in your car? Yes. Yes. I've, yeah, I had it on my, on my, uh, whatever, like the, oh my God, this gives me chills. Thing. This is like real life home alone shit. Yeah. Yeah. And it still freaks me out because I don't, <sighs> I'm the kind of guy who needs to like lock a, a, a car 15 times to be sure that it's really locked That's, kind of a, thing. It's a violation of your security. It, it it really is. Thank you for saying that. Cause that's exactly how it, it truly has felt, but stop pointing um, at me. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so you're jacked this up. Morning. You're all jacked up. You're all fucking fired up from this car invasion. 
Yeah, I, I am. I am. But like we did what you need to do. We deactivated all of, we had three of them. There's one for each car and one spare. We deactivated all of them. And then we sit there and hit the button, hit the button, hit the button. Okay. It doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work anymore. Now reactivate it. That means the one that wasn't there for the reactivation no longer works, but it fucking weirds me it's out still, knowing still there's somebody walking around like out it. there. No, it's not. It, well, well, plus right it's now, it's like their intention. It's like they, they're walking around because they've intended to go into your home. Okay. Can I ask a question? What did they take? They took $100. What else did they take from your car? Took 100 bucks. took the vehicle registration. I filed a police report because I read some nonsense um, internet article about how people can use your car registration to identity theft, whatever. So I, I reported that. Um, they took the iPod. They took a bunch of fucking – I have these little travel toiletry sets that I drive around with and give to homeless people, and they took a bunch of those. Well, there you go. Well, they, maybe they're going to – it sounds like – this person needed a lot of shit and, and yeah. most likely probably to sell for drugs on the streets. Maybe Seems not. Like, maybe not, but I, either way, that person needs $100 more than I do. I'm certain of that. I'm certain of that, but it is weird because it has, it's this imaginary thing that we, you know, you, you, you don't know when fucking North Korea is going to drop a bomb on your house. Nobody's nope. nobody is safe anywhere. It's a big nap, baby. That's right. Nobody, nobody is safe anywhere at any time, but we, we as human beings can't live psychologically feeling like that. So the place that is relatively safe is the place where you let down your guard. That's your home. And I don't think that my home is an unsafe place to be for me or my children. I don't think it was a week ago and I don't think it is now, but the illusion of security was punctured and it took me, I was already having sort of a weird week when it happened and it was really tough because usually the home base is where you kind of go to oh, get right sucks. and heal up. And instead I was really stressful. It sucked. It sucked. I was feeling very bad. It's not like, it's not just you and your wife or your girlfriend. Like you have a fucking family and that's like the one thing that is like the archetype of a man or anybody with, you know, whatever your family structure is to keep them safe. Right, 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 right. And I think also because failed (laughs) miserably. I know. I know. No, totally. I'm totally kidding. This can happen to anybody. I don't want you to beat yourself up. I hope you're not beating yourself up. No, I'm no, I'm not. You probably should have locked the car though. Well, I should have, but that's, you know, look, (laughs) I've lived other places in Los Angeles where my wife forgot to lock the car. You you do something a thousand times, two times you screw up and two times you pay the price. Isn't that crazy? Think about all the other times when some shit could have happened to you. And there really is no rhyme or reason. Like, and, and here's the thing. Here's the reality of it is that there's human error in every scenario, including our life. And there's no way you're going to have every door locked and everything checked every single fucking time. There's just no way. Yeah. No, the only thing they're literally caught you slipping. They fucking caught you slipping out in the streets, Tully. Or Elon Musk fucked me because since I was talking to my sister about Christmas presents for the kids and for our parents, the car door didn't lock. It's one of the two. And I'll never know. We got to fucking call you. I guess I, I guess her. I could test the theory that about the phone. I'm sure I just didn't close the door all the way. It's okay. It's okay. It's my fault. And it's, it was an, it was an honest it mistake. It could have been worse. It could have been worse. And it could into- have been held at gunpoint. Here's, of course, here's the question. What is the scariest thing like that that has ever happened to you? That's a, well, did I tell you about the time I got mugged two times in one day in Chicago? <laughs> You do have a muggable face. That mug is so muggable. That's your problem. Clip it. I disagree. I disagree. 
I disagree. You that is not your fucking catchphrase, by the way. <laughs> it's, I'm sorry. You said what did you say? Hot clips. Jesse oh, Mays. You Jesse Mays hip clips? Hip clips. Well, you cut your own. You cut your I'll send you you got the audio. I'll send you cut your own hip clips. <laughs> Rudy clip it. Rudy, Rudy can't help you now. Rudy is Rudy not fucking me. going through this with a fine tooth comb. Rudy. You call Rudy and you tell Rudy to help you because I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna help Rudy Come help on, you. It's my Christmas gift. What happened? Oh, that happened? reminds me. I got. I want to. I want to send you something. You gotta let me know where you're gonna be on Christmas. I'm okay. Now I gotta fucking send you something. No, you don't. No, you don't. It's gonna no, be a don't. car. It's gonna be a, a lock for your car. It's gonna be give one me the, of them. Give me the club. The, yeah, the thing that goes across your I said a boot. It's gonna be the thing that goes across your ceiling. I saw a club the other day. The club is so great because at this point the club is just a deterrent device in that it tells people there's nothing worth stealing in this car. If you have <laughs> the club, funny. you know that's trying that's really funny. You should try that on stage. If I ever if you get have back a club on stage, in your car, it's a sure tell sign that you have nothing in your car <laughs> Including the car. Yeah, the car it's on a fucking nineteen ninety five Dodge Neon with rust. Yeah. Um, what happened wait, what in Chicago? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so first of all, I'm not quite as muggable as you think I am. Because I, when I lived in New York, it was always buying weed. It was always 100%. Every single time I got in a bad situation, it was buying weed in New York. And I've refused to be mugged on at least one occasion, probably. No, more than one. More than one. How do People you refuse like, to be mugged? You just say no. Say? You just go, yeah, the guy goes, give me your money. And I go, no. Like this... You're not You're a real. Like, I refuse. I no. Do, I. Do. <laughs> I no, refute was... and I refuse. Can't. Good day, sir. You just tell them. They go. You know, I'm gonna whatever you. And I go. No, you're not. Like you know the the um. It's kind of a strong invincibility. Rebuttal. Invincibility of youth. You just refuse to be mugged. I, I got mugged when I was a kid, and I got not mugged when I was a kid. And I know that there have also been instances where i got sized up and people decided i wasn't the weakest slowest zebra and moved on because right. i had a lot of experience hanging out on the street drinking and doing drugs in new york i wasn't i wasn't i wasn't the strongest guy but I, there was easier people to, to to mug than me right chicago is a very different story i've told this story many many times so if you want to get into it at length we can do it some other some other time but um we were driving cross country and we thought we had bought enough straight weed to last the trip, which was three weeks. And instead it was gone in three days. And we assumed that we would be able to just buy weed easily on the street in Chicago. Cause that was how it was in New York. So the first one was me asking some art school dude, Hey, where do you guys buy weed around here? And he's like, Oh no, which is like such a, it's like the only thing art school students know is where to buy drugs. Yeah, I mean, how else do you, so then your landscapes because that exactly because that Bauhaus aficionado wouldn't help a brother out instead I turned to a nervous looking guy in a say just say no um fanny pack oh that sounds perfect I'm, I'm gonna have to look for that on Etsy that sounds and like I a said Christmas gift and I said you know where to get drugs and he said not only do I know my friends and I can take you and so I got in the car with them and they mugged us the first they mugged me the first time and while I was gone my friends were so concerned about my well-being that they went to an ATM and company so that they could try to find weed because they clearly they correctly surmised that I had been mugged. So my friends put the wheels in motion for the second mugging while I was still trying to find them because I don't know my way around Chicago and this is before GPS. God, that's <coughs> ballsy. So then we ballsy ended up with for just some white guy to just roll around in a car with somebody. What year was this? Ninety six. 
Wow. Yeah, they said when they drove me to the middle of nowhere and said, give us your wallet, you realize you're an idiot, right? And I had put it together by the by that point. What, I, where did once they, again, where'd they drop you? Uh, it was, I kind of remember it being like, you know those, you know how in LA they'll have like parking lots that are under overpasses that like only mm-hmm. city vehicles go in. It's just deserted. Yep. Literally while they're driving around going, where's a friend? They're talking to each other in thinly disguised code going, I think our friend lives over here. No, I think he lives over here. They're talking amongst themselves trying to figure out this deserted place to take me. And they get there and they go, okay, you're a fucking idiot. And I go, yes, I know. And, and I'm telling this is verbatim. Give us your Were money. They nice? The was guy struggle or did you no, 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 no. The guy driving the car was did have a conscience and he was and he may have been the oldest one or something like that. The guy who had lured me into the car that I had allowed to lure me into the car. He was kind of excited about we're we're getting some money. We're we're robbing this mm. kid. The um, the guy up front was like, you know, like, give us your wallet. And I just said and I looked at him because I could tell he was sort of the moral conscience of the car. And I was like, you can have all my cash. What are you going to do with my wallet? I'll be so fucked without it. And he took a second. He's like, I, you're such a fucking idiot, dude. Just keep your wallet. And so because I had like two hundred dollars cash, we were planning on buying a lot of weed. We thought we're going from Chicago to California. There's nowhere else for us to stay. We're ready to buy big because we need to buy enough weed to get us there. In the meantime, my friends befriended a bunch of like shoe shiner homeless dudes. You know, the guys like kind of squeegee guys. Are you guys we, like a part? Like, are you all just released out of prison? What are you? We're doing? like the we're like the jackass of street weed buyers. Yeah, you guys are like so the we, most susceptible people. Like, let's just get in cars. Oh, uh, we rode oh, cars, cars. This is planes, trains, and automobiles. We ended up with the second guy who told us he was on coke. And told us he was on heroin and later smoked crack in front of us. Sounds like a couple X's. Oh my God. There's so, there's so many more details to this story that I'm leaving out. Um, (laughs) He, we took it. I feel like we're doing like a hypnotherapy. Your eyes closed. We took a taxi. I'm trying to cut to the chase as best I can because people people who have listened to me have heard this many times over the years. We took a taxi and then and he got angry at the taxi driver, so we got out of that. And then we took a bus and then he got angry at the bus driver, so we got out of that. And Jesus. then we were in Yeah, and then we got mugged. Then we got mugged the second time. At, nothing uh, violent? Shotgun point. No, nothing. <gasps> he ended up giving us bus transfers. He gave a sh- at shotgun point? <laughs> He was aiming a shotgun at your face. Okay. Okay. No. 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 I sh- I'm exaggerating ever so slightly. Jesus. We, I'm surprised. Oh. I'm surprised that they had cars, but somebody collectively, it was a bunch of guys who were kind of sort of living on the street, collectively had some car that they had access to. So when we finally made a break for it and ran away from the guy after hanging out with our mugger for like an hour, he wheeled around the corner with somebody else, and the guy in the back seat had a shotgun, and the guy in the back seat started yelling at us and getting angry at us like he was getting out of the car and then that's when our dude was sort of like leave them alone that's my bitch and so no we saw he they they chased us in a car and had a shotgun they know they they did not actually point it at us that is all this for weed (sighs) oh jesse um you you don't even know there's so much just weed there's so much there's so much more to this story so i got i got arrested for that same that we we actually did get out of this with like two niggle sacks like and we That's and, and I got arrested over one of them in Minneapolis. Um, How did you get? Wait, the story spans. Oh, from there's Chicago so to much. Minneapolis? Jesse, I can't. I, I can't. I've done it. Tour circus. Were you in? There's so much more to it. I can't. I can't Tell drag. Me a pe- I can't drag yourself. people. 
tell me a no, prostitute no, no. yourself for a nickel bag of dirt weed. I kind of weirdly would have gotten a drunk driving, except that I was steering from the passenger seat and didn't have a license, got pulled over, got arrested, and the you know next so day the up. next day we're at Badlands National Park and I forget oh, if that's no. I forget if that's North or South Dakota. You ever been there? No, but I know about it. I mean that's yeah. what, you're gonna go missing. I'm surprised you're sitting in front of me. Oh, is that How a bad place to go? Missing? It's a that's national a, park. Bitches, really? bitches go missing in national parks all the time. Oh yeah, I know do you know about the feral people of national parks? The feral penis? What? The feral people? Oh, this is great, I mean, this is great conspiracy it's, theory for all the people who disappear in national parks. There's this theory that there's um, a bunch of people living who have gone feral who live in national parks and snatch people and either eat them or make them join them. Okay, that sounds it's not, like a, a movie we need to make. But also, those people probably don't realize that men just s- snatch women up all the time. Like it's yeah. just like it's just a it's a hobby. Yeah. Look, all of this is still missing. These are these are buzzwords and they are overused, but that doesn't mean that they don't have a whole big heap of truth to them. Everything that I'm telling you is a great example of white privilege and male privilege. There's no doubt about it. If I had been if I'd been like a tiny little girl, there's no way I would have ever thought of doing any of the things right. that we did. Of course, right, that right, just, right. it's blatantly obvious. And it needs it needs pointing out because it was something that I took for granted at the time that nowadays I wouldn't. Anyway, the, the, the end of the story is a really nice one that we're completely defeated. We've been mugged repeatedly. One of us has been arrested. We're hung over. We're out of drugs. Should we turn back? We're like at that point of, you know, we're, 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 uh, we're about a, a 20% of the way into our trip and we're closer. We're only getting further from home. Do we just turn back? It was just a bad idea. And I all of a sudden I was like, wait a second. We had two shitty bags of shitty weed. They only arrested me with one. And then we all fucking get up and sprint back to the car and open the trunk and rifle through an old pair of jeans. And in the back pocket, we find a half of a nickel bag of shitty New York weed that we got from a crack addict. And it was like, that's like the end of the movie right there. It is. It is. No, totally. We need to write this movie. We have to figure this out. This is like your version of pineapple express. It's like apricot express. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I really entertain myself. I have to be honest. I am my biggest fan. Yeah, my buddy and I podcast. tried to write this in uh tried to write this into a movie, but we didn't know how you wrote a movie back, you know, we literally started with like open exterior New York City, you know, that's not how you do it. You don't talk you don't to them for a second cuz I'm going to show you something that is just is so totally fucked up with the times and and what you're talking about. Talk to them. Okay, I don't know where Jessie Mae is going. I feel like <clears throat> if she had wanted me to monologue for a while here, she could have mentioned that before I just monologued for the last five minutes. Uh, that it really is a terrific girl hoodie that you got to love the merch you got for your companion podcast for the deuce, which doesn't have a fucking number two pencil with its name on it. Hello. Welcome <gasps> back, Jesse. I, I don't know, but that sounds like great merch, whatever you were just saying. <laughs> so I have this bag that uh-huh. I travel with allegedly. It's filled very heavily um, to the brim with all of my fun stuff. So, do you have it? You have a, you you roll with a magic marker, and you think that the authorities don't know that you have weed in there. Well, it's just it's just such a dichotomy from the story you're telling. Where you know this is a whole bar of magic chocolate shrooms. Uh, oh, oh, wow, God, that's tempting. Microdose. I, I can uh, allegedly. We'll talk about it. Um, I have Christmas time is here. <laughs> Christmas is here. Christmas is here. I have all this in a bag. And it's not to say like having this, obviously there are um, 
this is all allegedly. This is allegedly that I have this. You're thing. holding it up on video. You know that we sell the video to subscribers as well, right? That's true. And there's all these. So it's just crazy that the difference of time and the accessibility to things and what you need to do to get things. I know. In, in such a short amount of time, you're talking 95, no, you it's said? 20, it's 25 years ago. 25 a... years ago, nothing. <laughs> Yes and no. I know, but it's it's like uh, it, it's like I feel like I'm telling this it, it, when I, when I tell that story to my kids when they're grown ups. Um, my daughter will be saying, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," because one time this happened to me, and my son will just be like, "You guys, you guys, I, weren't you afraid?" Or you know, like it's so obvious where they fall on the divide of this. I there's no, I don't think, I, mean, I don't that's... think there's, I don't think there's any chance of my son falling into this these sorts of. Uh, shenanigans himself my daughter's a very different question but you when i tell them son's gonna fall into these shenanigans i think every parent says that and then well i'm saying one of them it. will i'm saying one of them will he does not definitely her definitely all of okay let's put it this way let's put it. if you had known me when i was nine you probably would have said that i wouldn't do this either i would say that my daughter's a sure thing my son is could definitely he definitely has not been tempted by the dark side as of yet in the slightest but yes you're right that that can change we'll give him some but time we'll when i tell him that when i tell him that story day. and it's 40 years divorced from when it actually happened it oh will my sound God, like, like jesus tully it will sound like people telling stories of bootlegging during prohibition <laughs> that's fucking funny you're probably right and that's that's also kind of sad that that's what's going to happen i do think that your your son's going to surprise you i think sometimes I I think he's like so good now and then he's going to get his full dose of testosterone and and something's going to he's going to be be a fun one. I think he's going to surprise you. I hope I'm yeah. around to hear about the first arrest. I hope so. I wonder about that. Uh, there's definitely I, I actually feel like I try to let some air out of the balloon cuz I I I think maybe at a certain point when he was little we've kind of put pressure on him to be on the straight and narrow and and now he really does it to himself. And right. I'm like, I don't want him to be that kid. We all knew the kid who either in high school or um, uh, uh, even worse, waited until college in their first night in the dorm, like got high for the first time. Yeah, and it no, was you, just you like do it all at once. You got to sprinkle that shit around. Well, it can't be you can't be so tightly wound that because I think it's what happens to a lot of people is they're so tightly wound that the first time that they get a buzz or they get stoned or something, it's you know, it's a, it's fun for all of us. It's a relief for all of us. It's a trip for all of us. But for them, it's like they've been put in, they've been under this self-imposed totally pressure reaction. for so long that that's such a big release. And I think that can be a root of, of addiction that the, are that, you addicted to deer poop, Carlin? And he licks the microphone and then you put the microphone back on your face. Oh yeah. Gross. Now there's deer poop on the microphone. Oh, he got it wet too. Sorry, guys. No, I don't see this as being anybody's problem but yours. <laughs> I honestly think you probably have a point that people, when they get dipped into this new life after coming out of being a goody goody two shoes, it can go it can go awry. Mostly. I'm trying. I'm trying. He actually remarked on. I I was uh, pulling some hip clips from this and. <laughs> <laughs> he was like danger balls uh, oh yeah 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 you're you're gonna you're gonna figure out what your dad does during the day yeah hey, hey, yeah you're gonna you're, find out you know what he doesn't do is lock the car door your dad aka danger balls 
I've also the, the fucks have been slipping a lot more. In oh, front I love of, that. I love when of... fucks slip. They slip in this house all the time. Oh, really? Okay. How old, oh, wait, refresh my memory. How old are the kids here? Four and five, about to be six. One's about to be six. And fucks they just arrived home, so it's about to get chaotic in here. Yeah, because I was I was pretty good with him. Nine, he's almost ten. Uh, he's he's got leg hair. He can hear me say fuck, you know. But he's got the daughter, leg hair? I guess yeah. it makes sense. Ten. There's like a first. I, I I remember it. It's weird actually how I remember it, but there's like a first wave of pre-puberty that happens. Like he doesn't have man leg hair, but he has way more than because when you're when you're born, you have like none you're like hairless and then there's those ones that you can almost well, just see and then there's those ones <laughs> italians accepted my last name means big and hairy my niece has a full back sweater she's four a full back sweater of course sicilian hair but i think some of them outgrow that because I, I know i know i know what you're talking about it the does shed suit, it like molts the, off of them the fursuit that little kids have and also did, did they have blue asses my kids had blue asses well i mean that i don't want to incriminate myself but that sounds like a personal problem. And I, I don't know if I want to say out loud what color my niece and nephew's assholes are. Like that's cr- I I, I, this is the first time I'm say, saying. I feel like you crossed a line. I didn't say asshole. They're, uh, what they're are you feeding whole, them? Their whole asses were blue. Oh, I heard asshole. See, I heard asshole. I know. I feel it. like I you're redacting. <laughs> well, the evidence will speak for itself. <laughs> So yeah, no, he he's got he's got the he's got the pre man leg hair. The real stuff is the real stuff is coming in a couple of years. He can hear me say fuck, but everything that it's like all of the things that we tried to do, like with screen time and whatever. Well, that was great for him, but as we've lessened the restrictions and played a little bit more loosey goosey with him, there's a fucking three year old along for oh, the ride. She's firing right up on the who, heels. Who is enjoying these same loosened restrictions, which is you know I'm like oh my god he's only nine and i slipped and said fuck in front of him again and i'm like forgetting the fact that there's also a three-year-old in the room and meanwhile here's me going to my four-year-old niece when i was stoned at thanksgiving i go go up to your mom and let her know tell her that aunt jess is mother fucking nature and she's like thinking like how to say it she's like okay 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 i was like don't forget mother fucking nature she goes up to my sister and whispers in her ear and i just see my sister like Jess, what the fuck? And I'm like, she did it too. You're using it that way. I'm using it in a constructive sentence. I didn't swear at anyone. I just it was a proclamation. It just was a, you know, a little highlight to who I am as a person. When I did it, it was art. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm done. I think we are done. Bye.